Fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. Before you visit Big Boys Guns, shop BigBoysGuns.com. They can't stock everything at Big Boys Guns on Route 460 just east of Roanoke, so they offer you access to over 10,000 items on a live inventory feed updated every 15 minutes at BigBoysGuns.com. All orders ship to the store for paperwork and pickup. Don't call or drive all over looking for what you want. Don't stress over back orders and delayed shipping. Just shop and order now at BigBoysGuns.com and use the promo code SUMMERHEAT through September 21st for a special discount at checkout. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. 7-6, Jefferson Forest, the lead over Liberty. Both teams have found the Impact Church end zone so far. Can they do it again as we start the second quarter? That is the question JF would like to answer in the affirmative. They're 14 yards away and now working from the parking lot toward the scoreboard in the clubhouses, that's left to right as we stand here at Sabre Stadium at the 50-yard line, getting ready for the shotgun snap to Dylan Marks. He'll take it, yet again a handoff to Marsteller, and despite Marks being hit at the line of scrimmage, he's able to stay on his feet. He showed great balance here in the early going as he falls down forward Marks for a gain of about two, two and a half. Him. Bryce Sneed on the stop for Liberty. Yeah, again, that counter play just seems to take so long, and, and Liberty's being aggressive on blitzing some of their linebackers, either bringing them off the edge yeah, or blitzing them up the middle right there. And, and that and just takes too long for that play to happen. That's why they're getting penetration in the backfield. Injury timeout called by the officials. We will find out what they uh, diagnose when we come back. 7-6, JF leads Liberty, 11.40 to go here in the first half. When looking around the neighborhoods at Homes for Sale, one name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with REMAX, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all REMAX agents coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Jefferson Forest Cavaliers looking to get an extra trip into the Impact Church end zone as being helped off the field. Cole Daniel, the backup offensive lineman, and Jefferson Forest gets ready to go. Back to work offensively. And it's a snap and a pitch over to the right side. Marsteller stops 15, stays on his feet, following his blockers down to about the 10. Gains a couple of yardage. This has not been the easiest trek toward the impact church end zone. But on two downs, JF has whittled away about four of those necessary yards. It's at least a manageable third and six. 11-11 to go, first half. We're well past the 
two-minute mark of the first quarter because we're into the second quarter. But it's not too late to remind you that life may not give you that two-minute warning, which is why you need State Farm agent Paul Minchner to work with you on a life insurance plan that's great for you and your family for peace of mind in Centertown, Bedford. Shotgun snap coming up. And Parks, misdirection give, following a couple of blockers inside the 10, down toward the 5, and actually wrestled down around the 4. Should be enough for another Cavalier first down. Luke Hopkins with the carry and the Cavaliers. They run that off the sweep action. They went ahead and they looked like they're running out of that. Yeah, there's a timeout on the field. They went to the wing guy coming back at the counter, and he was able to keep his feet and make a great run and put themselves in the position here for this ball to be measured right now in this I think it has to speak as much as anything to the fact that even though JF's in the middle of this losing streak over the last four games in Seminole District play, they've been fine sticking with the game plan, and now they're about a half yard away from getting another first down presented by Nate Dean Blakely, a realtor with REMAX, your number one agent in Virginia, and inside the top 75 in the country for REMAX agents. And they're going to obviously fourth down right here. They're going to they're going to want to go ahead and pound it here for this little bit of gain and to get themselves a new set of downs right there because they need to put this ball in the end zone right now. They need to keep the momentum going that they have since they initial opening when they gave up that touchdown. They've been playing pretty solid, and they need this fourth down conversion right here. Kentrell Evans found the end zone first for Liberty. They had a six nothing lead when the extra point was blocked. JF answering on their own with a one-yard touchdown run from Devin Dylan Marks, who is the backup quarterback pressed into duty, and now they want to get more. They could get into the impact church end zone from five yards out or about a half yard, resets the downs. Marks calls for the shotgun snap, and a man in motion right behind him now is Marsteller. Clock at 10-10. This time it's a handoff. And slung down, just getting back toward the line of scrimmage. It all depends the on the spot. As Marks on the carry, Liberty trying to sell that it was not a first down. The referees place it down close to the four-yard line, and it is enough for first and goal. Wow, they, I tell you what, that was a pretty good job defensively because they, they made them work for every inch of that that they were able to get that first down but again it was just a power up the middle they had the extra blocker in the backfield right there and it was enough of a hole before the linebacker could get in there and put the hit on marks he got the first down one receiver to each side doubtful either one will be called upon right now could it be marsteller who motions into the backfield yes he follows the left side of the line and into the impact zone for a four-yard jf touchdown run and a 13-6 lead 9.27 to go in the second quarter and the extra point. Great job right there by Alex Marsteller. He's doing that himself right there. And he, he knows his, this is his senior year. This is his last time on this field where he has put in blood, sweat, and tears for four years right there. He was not going to be stopped on that run up the middle. And now JF motions from a muddle huddle look. It's a little bit different. It was a stack up on the line of scrimmage. Now they get back into the more traditional extra point, hoping Cam McClendon can add one point. 
Extra point is up and nearly blocked, but nearly isn't good enough to stop it from going through, which it does. 14 to 6. JF leads Liberty 927 to go in the second quarter. We'll see what the Minutemen have drawn up when we come back after this. East Coast Wings and Grill is more than just wings. Have you tried their Angus beef mouth-watering burgers? A fan favorite is the mac and cheese burger stacked with crispy onion rings, garlic aioli, crisp lettuce, tomato, American cheese, and mac and cheese. It's so delicious. Stop in and check it out along with many other burger options. Browse the full menu, then place your takeout order on the easy-to-navigate East Coast Wings and Grill app. East Coast Wings and Grill, 19399 Forest Road in Lynchburg. Buying a suppressor for your rifle or handgun has gotten a lot more convenient thanks to Big Boys Guns. As part of Big Boys Guns' commitment to convenient, responsible gun ownership, the entire application process can be done on site. That includes help with the new electronic submission, on-site electronic fingerprinting, and photos. You don't need to scour the area looking for a place to print a photo or head to jail for fingerprinting. Big Boys Guns takes most of the hassle out of the application process. Visit Big Boys Guns on Route 460 east of Roanoke for a convenient application process. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Well, the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers found the end zone once again. This time a familiar face getting there. Alex Marsteller with a four-yard touchdown run. And JF extends the lead to 14-6. Squib kick. Liberty falls on it. 32-yard line. That's where they begin offensively. Well, that squib kick was really hard and difficult to pick up right here and bounce. It took a high bounce right before it got to the to the up back, and it bounced up and hit off his hands, and he couldn't recover it. And luckily, one of his teammates was able to come over and jump on that ball to get the Minutemen the ball to have it. Ball will be spotted on the left hash mark, and the referees once again blowing their whistles. As it looks like they needed time for Brody Jackson to trot back out and grab the T from the field. His status, he could return next week for the playoff game should JF get in. It looks probable that that will happen. Opponent to be determined. Um, but unavailable this week, lingering symptoms from concussion. So precautionary measure, Brody Jackson is out. JF has been able to move the ball in spite of his absence, although he adds a dimension certainly of speed and athleticism, catching the ball, JF's just gone with a bigger look, pounded the ground, and it's worked out well. They've found the impact church end zone a couple of times here, as evidenced by that 14-6 to edge shown on the Sabre Stadium scoreboard with 8.50 to go in the first half. Liberty back to a more traditional look with the freshman quarterback, Mason Davison, lined up in the shotgun. They're trying to get the clock reset there. I guess the clock had been off by about eight seconds. They tried to put the clock back to where it should have been. Blake in motion from left to right. And a snap and a handoff. Not a lot of room with which to work for Kentrell Evans. Picks up about three. He had to really fight for it. Blake Harris was one of the JF Cavaliers there to bring him down. Yeah, nice run up the middle right there. They got a couple hard yards on that run. But again, defensively right now, these front front four and this 4-4 four, four defense right here, they're the ones that need to be the run stoppers, especially between the tackles. Anything run between the tackles, the two defensive tackles, those defensive ends, that's their job to shut that down. 
try to keep their linebackers clean, too, that they can get, make it to the football. So Liberty breaking from the huddle once again. And they've been fairly methodical offensively. The biggest asset they had was shorter field position and a big run out of the stacked eye, a new look they showed on the opening drive of the game. Since then, JF has adjusted. Liberty has gone back to a more traditional look, which they use again here as Davison on the shotgun snap fires into traffic, into double coverage, but it actually should have been hauled in anyway by Damian Williams, who couldn't quite pull that in. Hit by a couple of Cavalier defenders who were converging, but Williams had a chance to pull it in at the 40 at the X, which is where they marked the spot for the field goal kickoff tease, and it's incomplete all told. Yeah, uh, number three did an inside curl route right there. He was in between uh, the defenders, and the quarterback put it right in his hands, and it hit his hands, and he dropped it and was not able to pull it in and tuck it away before the defense got there to put the pressure on him. Two receivers to the wide right side, two to the short left. Ball a couple of shades in from that left hash mark. Davison calls for the shotgun snap. It's a pass all the way. Takes about a seven-step drop. Hit as he throws it down toward the middle of the field, and it is deflected and incomplete. JF could have had an interception. Colton Childress was there, and also right there for Jefferson Forrest was Luke Calkins, who actually dropped that interception attempt. But between Buckley and Calkins, it's easily enough to prevent that ball from being caught and set up fourth and long. And now Liberty's offense has started to stall here the last couple of drives. And the Cavaliers will have Colton Childers back to try to give them a good field position. Yeah, great job defensively. They got the pressure off the end, getting back there on that quarterback. In fact, he may have had a, a little bit of pressure on his body from the defenders to make that throw a little bit short because it definitely came up short. It could have been intercepted. But the two defenders for JF actually collided in the air when they were both going up for it. So JF will have to settle getting the ball back, perhaps a little bit further than the 40-yard line where they could have caught that ball in the interception. Snap, it's actually a bouncing snap. And it'll be fielded cleanly by Hunter Phillips. And he has to fall on it back at the 14-yard line. Crucial mistake on special teams. Second time that's happened for Liberty. They had the blocked extra point, which took one off the board. And now that low snap that bounced a couple of times, and Phillips had to eat it at the 16, excuse me, at the 14 where they reached. He said it. JF is knocking on the door to make more points well, we're off starting of special to, teams mistakes. We're starting to see some of the misfortunes that Liberty's, I think, has been dealing with most of this season and why they haven't not won a game. Uh, after the initial first drive right here, they have kind of started to fall apart themselves with some of their own mistakes. And that right there is the biggest of the game so far. Yeah, it definitely is. It sets up JF in the red zone and 14 yards from the impact church end zone. Shotgun snap coming up. For Jefferson Forrest, as Marks takes it and a handoff to Marsteller. Stops at the 15s, re-accelerates at the 10, left side to the 5, and he churns down to the 3. He did not get to the impact church end zone, but he does pick up a first down presented by Nadine Blakely, a realtor with Remax. Well, there, that was the push sweep again and again. When they get the block and they want by the wideouts out there, the, the number one and the slot, when they're able to be able to get their blocks right there, that is a good play for them getting on the edge, and Marsteller shows that he can find it. any little seam. He can cut it and make it for that good run. Now it's a first and goal for JF at the three. You'd imagine it's a running play coming up right here. Is it Marsteller who goes in motion? No, it's a calling, and the really fullback calling. bowls his way down, but shy of the goal line, gets to about the one for second and goal. 
JF trying to grow a 14-6 lead over Bedford County rival Liberty, 640 and counting down here in the first half. Yeah, again, great job right there, pounding it. That time they went with the motion over the top, uh, and then when it with the inside handoff to Cooling, who pounded it down Not to the one-yard line. Well, JF go back to him or Alex Marsteller. Marsteller's lined up as an H-back, calling his at the running back position, or maybe a QB keeper, it'll be the last option. It's a QB keeper. No! Planted immediately in the backfield. That was a vicious hit by Bryce Sneed, the linebacker who came up and planted Dylan Marks for a loss of about two to third down and goal now from the three. I just don't understand how you can leave him unblocked. He came off the edge and nobody touched him at all. And they were trying to run between the guard and tackle in the B gap right there. And he just came off the edge untouched and he was able to stuff marks for a huge loss. Bryce Steed with a perfect form tackle to set up third down and goal from about the three for JF. This time a pitch on the outside. Marsteller steps at the five. And as you can hear from the PA announcer, he turned the corner and just glides to the right front pylon for the JF touchdown. Well, I tell you what, that again, that's the, the push sweep right there. And they're, they're getting the block and they need on the edge for that play to work. And you can see what happens when it does success. And that time, Marsteller to the edge of the pylon into the end zone. Second time he's found the impact church end zone. That's Alex Marsteller. Third time the JF Cavaliers have 20 to six, the lead that could grow by one more at the extra point at the 554 mark of the second quarter goes through the uprights in some form. Snap is a little low, but the kick is up. And good. So JF, seven points off a special teams mistake, plus another minus one as the extra point was missed for Liberty. It's been a difference, and JF has the 21-6 lead. 5.34 to go before halftime over Bedford County rival Liberty. When looking around the neighborhoods at Homes for Sale, one name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all Remax agents coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. A battle for the football. JF squib kick actually hit a Liberty up man short. And then a fight for the ball leads to a fight afterwards as the JF coaches come sprinting to the sideline to grab the black helmeted, black jersey, black pant Cavaliers, easy to identify, and yank them back over to the sideline to prevent Additional yellow rags or hats dropping, if you've already thrown your yellow flag, from making it onto this field here. We've seen emotions pop up really since the early going, and now there are multiple pieces of laundry, perhaps over one penalty, but 
pretty much every referee looking for something right there. And as adrenaline kicks in for a lot of these players, they don't seem to care that a bunch of zebra-clad people with the power to make those decisions could just throw those handkerchiefs into the air and assess penalties. And if they all and if they offset, it could be a step towards an ejection if you are a repeat offender. And the referees are still sorting things out. This may take a minute because they may be trying to figure out who all on each side has penalties. And then that's where the head referee will often whip out that little notepad. It sounds a little old school, but the pen and paper and just write down who's already been assessed on sports and like conduct penalties. Because of course, if you get two of them, you get the boot. Now, if you're a senior and you're not going to play high school football anymore, it's kind of irrelevant being suspended for the next game. But especially for a team like JF, which would love to go to the playoffs, could be an issue. Or Liberty, which actually has a lot of junior sophomores and freshmen, those penalties could carry over to next year and could be a real challenge. And that's something that they may not be thinking about right now in the heat of the moment, but I'm pretty sure that Daryl Robertson, the head coach of Liberty, and JT Cruz of Jefferson Forest are both thinking about on their own and trying to find a way to curtail. So personal foul called against Liberty and now an unsportsmanlike conduct personal foul against Jefferson Forest. Two on Liberty, one on JF. The ultimate ruling is these are offsetting, but this is where the coaching staff, or JF at least, is trotting out for clarity. And now Liberty as well. They want their version of clarity on who those were on. I would imagine they want to know that now, Coach, so you can at least monitor behavior and certainly uh, make sure that those offenders are on their best behavior. Yeah, and Coach Cruz right now, I think the officials said that any more personal fouls are going to start throwing people out of the game. So Coach Cruz right now has his guys huddled up and getting them straight now not to get to try to get any more of those personal fouls to lose a piece of ejection. I mean, that's a smart move, really, from Coach J.T. Cruz. We haven't seen emotions this high for the Cavaliers, and maybe it's the opportunity to not only snap a losing streak, but what's at stake with a playoff berth. Lost through all that, by the way, is the fact that Liberty ended up recovering the football, and they will have it, but they go backwards 15 yards to the 31 instead of the 46. So field position loss for an offense that has started to sputter after the opening drive script goes awry, and now a snap and a fumble, and it looks like Liberty falls on it yet again. But the last two times the Minutemen have snapped the football, it's been a fumble. Once was a snap on the punt. It set Jay up with a 14-yard field. They converted that with a trip to the impact church end zone. And now right there, a low snap results in a loss of a yard and a half. And Liberty, down 21-6, midway through the second quarter, can ill afford to be going in the wrong direction. tell you that's an offense without an identity when you're jumping back and forth like that to these different uh, types of offense because it, it's a lot to learn one offense and now you're trying to learn two uh, it, it's tough. Noah Crump up under center. It's the stacked eye look again. It'll be a gift to the second back option as Evans takes it up the middle. No, it's Williams correction up the middle and he gets to about the 39. It's a good run there considering it was second down in about 11 and a half, and Damian Williams makes it third in about two for Liberty. Yeah, no, 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 no. 
Four down linemen for the Cavaliers. Three linebackers are close up to the line of scrimmage. You'd expect a run here. It's a question of who gets it. It's a fake and a keeper from Crumpaker from the 40 off the right side of the line, past the 45. A couple yards shy of midfield, but more than enough for Liberty to move these chains as they need to work toward the impact church end zone. 419 remaining here in the first half, and they trail at Jefferson Forest 21-6. Again, a stacked eye, which means three running backs behind. Noah Crumpaker, the quarterback up under center. It's a pitch over to the far side. It's Williams past the 50 and shoved into the bench legally and while he was in bounds. At about the 49 of JF, we'll call it a gain of three for Damian Williams. It's actually shy of midfield. Referees say that Williams stepped out just shy of midfield. That was the referee, the near side judge, who overruled the one right on top of the action. And this time it's a give over on the far side as Crumpaker takes it himself correction on the far side. And he's ushered out of bounds. It is back at what we thought was the line of scrimmage, the 49 of JF, maybe the 48, but still it brings up third down and long for the Minutemen. Congratulations to 21-6, Liberty Trails JF, they're on the march. Clock is frozen with 3.14 to go in the first half, and now the finger is let go as a quick throw over to the far side. Caught. Flags come flying in, but caught at the 35. Inside the 30, past the 25-20, and inside the... 15, the referees actually say brought down the 16, but a flag is brought down and a couple of flags. It's a hold on Liberty and the self-inflicted mistakes starting to add up for the Minutemen. That is a brutal penalty for Liberty. Referees were right on top of it as they called that holding penalty and maybe it bought the extra time for that pass to be completed, but it wipes out what would have been a 30-plus yard play to Aaron Robertson, and now the referees call a timeout because Liberty calls a timeout with 3.05 to go and third and long now staring the Minutemen in the face. What do they draw up? We'll find out after this. Leaks on the offensive line in the defensive secondary or with special teams coverage create problems in football. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating knows leaks at your home or business create problems too, like building and belonging damage and lost productivity. That's why you should call Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313 when a leak is threatening your home or business. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313, proudly supporting JF athletes, coaches, and all activity participants.
You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. 21-6 is the score. Jefferson Forest on top of Liberty. 3.05 to go here in the first half. Now third and over 20 yards. As Liberty actually added initially at about third and seven. And had a first down, but it was negated by a holding penalty. So dropping back, Davison out of the shotgun. He's under duress, rolls to his left. He's being chased now, tucks it, but cannot get away. Brought down at the 30-yard line. Wrigley calling again, and it's a sack for JF. And the offensive woes starting to add up. Compound interest in a bad way for Liberty. And JF calls a timeout with 2.53 to go before halftime. 21-6. to JF's going to get the ball back and. It seems like this is the perfect spot to show some faith in your team if you're JT Cruz and a chance to be aggressive. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they want to get the ball back there, but they want to have one more shot right here. And taking a timeout right now is good because they would have let that clock run down. And, and they want to go ahead and get this football back and have one more shot before halftime. And that was a great job by Coolen on the blitz right there from his linebacker position coming off all the way over off the edge, it looked like. And he was able to chase the quarterback, flush him from the pocket, and chased him down for that sack. So now Colton Childers will be back whenever Liberty punts this ball away. There are times and positions to consider a fake. And down 21-6, you might think the timing would be wise for Liberty, and you might not be wrong. 2.53 to go in the first half. But on fourth down and an eternity, it seems, that's not the wise time. It's not a literal eternity, but if you want to know where you should be going for eternity, the first step might be to stop by Impact Church right here at Jefferson Forest at 10 a.m. this Sunday. So Liberty lining up in that same formation where it could be a couple receivers or it could be a punt. It's that one snap punt, and this time not able to get much into it, Mason Davison. It does bounce inside JF territory, but it rolls out before it even gets to the 45. They'll say out at about the 49, and that's the time, Coach, where you might rather just drop back and take your chances punting that away with a little bit more room. Well, and again, the reason that they didn't do that, Coach Roberts decided against that, was what happened on the last punt, the bad snap, total screw-up on uh, special teams for that, and I guess he was worried about his snapper doing the same thing. That's why they had to go with that. Yeah, that's a great point as well, and this is a coaching staff that they, as a unit, didn't even get a chance to work together in any type of preparation until the first day of camp. And we're seeing a lot of that for Liberty. They have some flashes, and then there's moments like we've seen in the second quarter, a lot of them, which explain why they're 0-9. Pitch to Marsteller. He goes left side, and the JF offensive line is starting to establish themselves as it's a gain of, we'll call it nine. It looks like it's going to be second and one coming up, just shy of a first down presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax. 225 and counting down first half, 21-6 JF leads Liberty. Well, by that not being a first down, the clock didn't stop, so the clock kept winding that whole time right there as they went into the huddle. Now they're breaking back out of the huddle. That's a lot of precious time off the clock right there. It is, and JF still has over 40 yards to get to the end zone. Trick play, quick throw over to the far side. Childress is open, had it, and dropped it. Felt some defenders coming. He was looking right back into a couple of defenders as Wrigley calling at the halfback option. And it looked like it was either Damian Williams or Raekwon Blake. Actually, it was both of them in bracket coverage. And they were both approaching Colton Childress, who had to come back on the ball. Probably doesn't get into the impact church end zone if he hauls that in. But just by 
seeing those defenders, it seemed like it threw his timing off, and it's an incomplete pass instead. Well, I tell you, a great trick play. I mean, it came at a perfect time. They had it set up exactly they wanted. Yeah, the throw was a little underthrown, and it made him have to try to adjust his pattern to come back, but it still hit him in the hand. That should have been a catch. Part of that timing is because it was second and one from the 41, so you probably have two downs to pick up a yard. Now you still do, and it's a handoff. They get that extra yard and more. Cooling, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. He sprints into the impact church end zone for another Cavalier touchdown. Oh, there you go. That was a great run right there by Wrigley Cooling. Again, he's only a sophomore, and he's showing that he wants to be the heir apparent to the main running back next year. He, he is already working towards what he wants to be for next year when he takes over with Marsteller leaving. 155 to go before halftime. Extra point coming up for JF. They are in control now, 27-6. to Do we make it 28-6? to We do. Extra points down the middle. And the Cavaliers have a three-touchdown advantage just before halftime. We come back and see if Liberty can answer or JF can put more points on the board before intermission. Buying a suppressor for your rifle or handgun has gotten a lot more convenient thanks to Big Boys Guns. As part of Big Boys Guns' commitment to convenient, responsible gun ownership, the entire application process can be done on site. That includes help with the new electronic submission, on-site electronic fingerprinting, and photos. You don't need to scour the area looking for a place to print a photo or head to jail for fingerprinting. Big Boys Guns takes most of the hassle out of the application process. Visit Big Boys Guns on Route 460 east of Roanoke for a convenient application process. Young adults face unique stresses and challenges more than ever. That's why the Forest Youth Athletic Association's mission is providing a safe arena where growing children can learn the rules and values that come from athletic competition. FYAA sports like wiffle ball, t-ball, baseball, softball, lacrosse, soccer, football, flag football, basketball, and cheer foster a culture of fair play and sportsmanship while developing skills and character that last beyond playing the game. Visit forestyouth.org to register for a sport or to share your time and resources. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on Virginia's talk station, WIQO Forest, 100.9 FM. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Aaron Robertson with a kickoff return for the Liberty Minutemen of about 26 yards from the 10 up to the 36. So with 147 remaining in the first half, 28-6, Liberty's offense goes back to work. They have their work cut out for them as well, and not a lot of timeout help. They've got one in their back pocket. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Liberty tries to stay aggressive right here and tries to do something before the half or if they just try to settle it down. Two receivers, one to each side. Davison looks over to the left side and incomplete. He wanted Raekwon Blake, and the sophomore wide receiver couldn't pull that in. Even if he did, it would have been no gain, maybe a loss of a yard at that as JF's defenders were blanketed all over shoulders. Was the chief defender right there? We're under a minute, under two minutes to go in the first half. And a friendly reminder: life doesn't give you a two-minute warning, which is why it's wise to stop by State Farm agent Paul Minchner in Centertown, Bedford, because he'll go over a life insurance policy that makes sense 
for you and your family because life doesn't give you a two-minute warning. 28-6 to six is the score. Jefferson Forest, the advantage over Liberty. And if they could force a turnover on downs here or a punt, and that's been an adventure in and of itself for Liberty, they might even be able to add additional points before halftime already up by 22. Yeah, if Liberty's going to keep throwing the football now, every time they have an incompletion, that stop, the clock's going to stop again. And we still got some time here on this clock right here. And I just uh, was looking there at the sheet at uh, number seven, Mason Davidson is only a freshman. He is, he is flinging that around pretty good for a ninth grader being on the varsity field tonight. There is what they would call what traits, raw talent, which is another way of saying like he's got the look of it. But I would imagine – that offseason may be coming pretty quickly for him trying to get some uh, extra work in, even if he's playing other sports. Because there's a lot of unharnessed potential as Davidson takes the snap, drops back. He's under duress now, just floats it up into the air, and the ball is dropped. What? He tried to float it. It wouldn't have gone much for what? much anyway as he flicked that one right there to Kendra Levins, who's got the only touchdown for Liberty in what seems for them like an eternity go. It'll bring up third and 10, 128 to go first half. Well, they were, he was scrambling right there quick because they, they brought the pressure, and uh, he was scrambling right there, and he actually kind of side-tossed it over there to his running back who could have caught that, but he dropped it. So to bring up third down and 10 for the minute men, one receiver to the short right side of the field ball on the right hash mark at the 36, Liberty Zone, three to the wide left. Mason Davison, 6'1", freshman quarterback. The snap drops back. Looks like a screen pass. Ball is caught and hit by three Once defenders again, at the 35-yard line. The Evans again. It was read perfectly. And JF confirmed that final timeout. It looks like that's what they do with 124 to go in the second quarter. And they might get the ball back here. Nope. Referee signal to wind that clock and keep it going. i tell you what, that be honest with you, that's one of the first times all season we've seen the defense actually be able to read the screen and make a play on it. And they, and they did a great job right there. They, they read the exaggerated drop by the quarterback. And the a couple of linemen there put the brakes on were right there for that screen play and were able to make that tackle. Two receivers to each side of the field. A shotgun snap coming here. And what may be one of those little short punts. It is Davison one step. Puts his right foot into this one. It's going to go over the head from the 30 and roll out of bounds. And on the 22-yard line, JF, a couple of timeouts left. Clock does stop for the first down. They can be aggressive as they wish or don't wish. They're in control, it feels right now, up 28-6 to as we're under a minute to go before the break. Yeah, and, and again, coming out of the locker room, uh, JF had won the toss and deferred, so they're actually going to come out of the locker room and get the ball back at the start of the third quarter. That's the added caveat for the Cavaliers. How aggressive do they get? There's big play potential in certain spots. This might also be the instance in the type of game where if you had Brody Jackson, who's that kind of big play threat in the passing game, you might be even more tempted to get desperate, but he's out with the concussion, obviously starting quarterback Josiah Bell sideline because of the Liz Frank injury. And those two things may alter the plans for the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers on this senior night as they already still have a three touchdown lead. Shotgun snap coming up for Dylan Marks and the handoff over off the right side, stopped at about the 25 and then buried in the backfield right there. 
is Luke Calkins. Gains maybe a yard or two. Second Luke and Hawkins eight coming up. Cavaliers right. kind of go to a quick-ish huddle. But now they break back into the huddle, and they may just let the remaining 25 seconds count down as they're doing right now. Yeah, they uh, went with that counter play right there. It was a great little play right there, but the defense stayed home, able to make that tackle right there. And this should be the final play before half. One more snap, another run probably just to get into the locker room. One receiver to the left, it's Hammersmith. Two to the right, the one of them, Marsteller, could go in motion if JF snaps the ball. It's got two, it's got Senior one. The horn sounds, and that is how the first half we'll wraps up. Twenty-eight to six, Jefferson Forest with the advantage over Liberty at halftime in a battle for Bedford County. When we return, first half recap, scoreboard look for high school, including the big game between LCA and EC Glass. Also, a scoreboard checkup. In the college ranks, Trey and Ty will have that for you. And, of course, a look ahead to the second half. All of that's still to come as we've reached the break here at Sabre Stadium with the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers holding a 28-6 advantage over Bedford County rival Liberty on senior night. Got a crack problem? You know the symptoms. Poor reaction time. Can't see straight. Endless financial mess. 